I don't know about you, but sometimes I forget that Christmas isn't just one day. The birth of Christ and the stories we tell surrounding that moment of angel choirs and stars, shepherds and magi took place over a length of time. I heard recently that in Thailand, they celebrate Christmas for two months, a month leading up to December 25th and then a month following. Advent gets all mixed up in there somehow. But the point is that they celebrate Jesus' birth for an entire season. Think about any birth that you've been involved with yourself, and you'll probably discover the same thing. There was a length of time leading up to it that was filled with anticipation and excitement, and a long, a long time following that was marked with celebration and adjustment to new life. I remember the birth of our first child, which incidentally took place during the Christmas season. Clay's due date of December 25th came and went, and we were nearly beside ourselves with anticipation, and by that time, impatience. And then he was born. And I'll tell you what, 30 years later, we are still celebrating, and I'm still adjusting to the idea of being a father. The point is that Christmas is worth celebrating more than just one day out of the year. Coming to terms with the reality of God coming to us, God coming to be one of us, takes time. So don't put away the tree and the lights just yet. There's more to the story, and we find it right here in Matthew's Gospel. We know it as Epiphany the story of wise men coming from the east to see firsthand this thing that had occurred. The birth of a baby has a way of changing everything. It demands something from us. And if we're honest, we have to admit that life is never the same afterward. That's what the wise men discovered too. They had, they had to go back by a different way, we're told. And I think it's safe to say that they were never the same. And remember the shepherds in their fields at night? They too were changed. They came to see what had been told to them by the angels, to witness firsthand the good news of a Savior born. Epiphany is a reminder that God comes to all the world, to the rich and the poor, and to everyone in between. The question for us today, and it's addressed to each of us, is do we take care to notice that God has come into our lives and to let that good news take shape in us? A while back, I was sent an email with this question in bold letters. What is the greatest failure of Christians in this country? And you know the answer that was given? When they don't think or act as followers of Christ first but instead act like Americans, or like consumers, or partisans, or you fill in the blank. The email went on to say that these kinds of Christians often forget that we are supposed to love the immigrant, to provide for the poor, and promote peace among all nations, because they have forgotten to put Christ first in their lives and the love of God. In other words, they have lost their way. So what kind of followers are we? Are we like shepherds willing to be awakened from our sleep and come? 
Are we like stargazers from a far off land, responsive to an altogether different kind of light? Or are we like too many who continue to put their trust in things other than God? In a day and age when there are all kinds of stars out there vying for our attention, there is only one that deserves our full allegiance, the Christ, the light of the world, Emmanuel, God with us. I want to share a song with you that I wrote several years ago with a friend of mine, inspired by shepherds and angels, wise men and a star and the birth of a baby long ago. I am just a shepherd. I was resting with my sheep. And suddenly a brilliant light woke me from my sleep. I heard a voice say, do not fear. I've got news to tell. A Savior has been born in David's town. Then the sky filled with a heavenly sound. Follow, follow that star. Rising and shining so bright. Follow, follow that star.